0: Begin to realize this is never gonna end. But right about the same time you walk by and I say, oh, here we go again.
1: Oh this morning with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat, supported by Abe's Door Service with 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca
2: at 36. A little Nickelback, Jeff. I love it.
0: Well, it's Chad Kruger and Santana. So it's a team up, but like, still Nickelback, right? I like Nickelback. No
2: matter all the haters, I like Nickelback and Celine Dion, too. Um, You have to. We're Canadian. Um, Yeah, so I I don't know... the weather has been really good on Edmonton streets, and so it's been clear pavement. It's It's been good driving conditions. But you know what? Accidents uh, happen, obviously. Um, I haven't been in a, a collision, and I'm just going to knock wood because I'm probably just going to jinx it right now. I haven't been in an accident in a while, and they, they're just sort of a fender-bender situation. Um, but if you are in, in an accident, What do you do? When do you contact police? Uh, When do you pull off on the side of the road? Things are changing. So Alberta is changing the reporting threshold. So what does that mean, Corporal Curtis uh, Harsula from the St. Albert RCMP Traffic Services joins us in studio to let us know about these changes. Good morning, Corporal. Morning, Stacey. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. And coming in as well, so it's a bit of a hike.
1: Yeah, no worries.
2: <laughs> Do it's it a great every morning for a drive. It, it certainly is. You're not seeing a, as many collisions as normal, right? Because no, because of the weather conditions.
1: No, thankfully, it's definitely blessed us in that way that uh, the roads have been clear, and we're nowhere near the amount of collisions we typically receive this time of year.
2: So, tell us about uh, previously. What were the rules when you're when you're in a crash?
1: So the rules, if you're in a collision. Um, haven't changed a heck of a lot in regards to what you do as a driver and we'll probably get to that a little later on but what has changed is earlier this month the transportation minister announced that the threshold for reporting a collision to the police increased from two thousand dollars to five thousand dollars so what that means is uh, the combined damage of all the property involved be it two vehicles be it a vehicle and a fence all things considered all totaled up if it's under $5,000, you don't need to call the police at all. If it's over 5000 you call the police in wherever that collision happened and they'll take it from there to do the reporting they need to do.
2: So we're not assessors, like I don't know. I have no idea that the bumper on my car costs $4,500 and, and then the fence and, and then obviously a scrape on on, on the other person's car. H- how do you know what $5,000 damage looks like?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's hard to, to estimate just uh, probably for professionals to just look off the cuff and say, oh, yeah, that's going to be that much. Mm-hmm. So so uh, there's kind of three things uh, that you can just call the police for right away if you're in a crash. If uh, there's injuries involved, obviously, 911 right away because we need to get you an ambulance, get the help you need. Um, the second thing is if, uh, if the person that you're involved with Uh, doesn't give you information or they they take off. Mm -hmm. If you can get a license plate, fantastic, because we can help you out more so with that. Um, So you call 911 if that person takes off or it's a hit-and-run type of a collision. Uh, And then third, it is that over $5,000. And what you do is... uh, if your vehicle's not drivable, you're safe to say... It's going it, to be over 5,000. It's going to be yeah. over 5,000 with the rising costs of repairs and parts and whatnot. It doesn't take long to get to that mark between two. So it's kind of a guesstimate, um, but uh, if it's no injuries and it's not a hit and run, you can kind of take the time to, to, to step back. Everybody's okay. Are the vehicles drivable? Can we move them off the road to make sure there's no secondary collisions? Nobody's going to rear end to the back of them. And if that's the case, agree with that other driver that you're going to meet in a nearby parking lot. Like, Just point over there and uh, and roll in there. And, and what you can do there, exchange your information, uh, everybody with a smartphone now. Just lay your license, registration, insurance down on, on the trunk. You mm-hmm. take a picture of theirs. They take a picture of yours. Exchange phone numbers and then say, okay, when we get our estimates... Chat. If it's over five thousand, then you go to the police.
2: So you can retroactively. You don't have to go that same day. You can go a week and a bit later.
1: A week is stretching it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, it's all within what's reasonable. So uh, if you go and you get your your estimate and and you get those numbers back, do your diligence to get it back and add it up and there soon.
2: Okay. So but, you know people might put it off. You know, it's, might- it wasn't that bad and.
1: They might. And then oh. it's, it does come up to us. If, if, if you're sitting there and, and you we do see the scenario where the other party's like, oh, yeah, I'll get a hold of you, I'll let you know how much it is, and then it's hard to get rid of them or, or sorry, hard to, to get a hold of them and it's hard to touch base and, and get that, then call us. And then we'll we'll take it from there to, to say, okay, why aren't you reporting? You need to report soon. And if you don't, there are consequences.
2: So why do you report something like this to the police in the first place?
1: So the reports that come to the police for collisions, uh, we gather the stats for it.
2: Yeah, obviously the serious ones you need to, to address, Absolutely. those ones. But, but you know, a, a fender bender can be $5,000 plus. Absolutely. So why can. do you need to know about sort of the minor ones?
1: The minor ones come through uh, for us to sort through and gather the stats as to where they happened, why they happened. And uh, that information could be released back to city engineers, transportation engineers, to make uh, changes to certain areas Mm -hmm. traffic calming or um, better signage better lighting that kind of thing so um, if you've ever been in a collision you know they'll ask you all these questions of what was the daylight what was the road conditions you're kind of silly like well It was this. It was this. No big deal, but no. Those are helpful stats to improve the overall traffic safety for your community. And where to
2: put photo radar, right?
1: No, (laughs) (laughs) we won't go there. But uh,
2: right, but you want high collision, high collision uh, intersections. If it's happening over and over and over again, you see you see a pattern, and maybe something needs to be done.
1: Absolutely, for sure. Any option is is on the table to keep the road safe. However, photo radar is still kind of on a pause right now for Mm -hmm. new sites. Mm -hmm. But that's not to say hey if we get a message from the transportation engineer saying, we've had five collisions at this location, we're going to send marked units out there to kind of monitor, yeah, see what we can on. do, or have the city put up some barriers, whatever the case is. So, so it's all about safety.
2: Why, why is the, the province making this change? Is it just because of the higher cost of fixing vehicles?
1: Yeah, mainly. And it's been a while. I think the last change went from 1000 to 2000 back in 2011. And I mean, we can both see and say that uh, a lot of things have increased in price mm-hmm. in the last 10 plus years. So um, when it comes to, to that new 5,000 mark, we're gonna find that things are meeting there. They're pretty quick too.
2: I've always wanted to know this question. When somebody, uh, when you get into a, a collision with somebody and they're like, oh, well, let's not go through insurance. Let's just let's just handle this on your, our own. Let's not report this to the police. How do you handle situations like that?
1: Be very aware when you're in those. So um, the, the, the three criteria I, I told you about earlier, those are what's mandatory. You must report to the police. That's not a choice. You can be charged and face uh, anything up from $2,000 to six months in jail for not reporting. Wow. Okay. So, uh, But if it's under and you have the other party saying, party saying well, let's just, uh, I don't want my insurance to go up. I'll just pay for the damages, that kind of thing. That's entirely your risk that you're taking because if they balk at the last minute or, or they kind of disappear and don't, it's really hard to come into it after so uh you're never under any obligation to go with that other person and say yeah you know what I'll give you the estimate you give me a check and and it, we'll call it square. Um it is a big risk because we've seen people trying to 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 shirk out a responsibility by doing that and then later on they they turn out to not have insurance. You can't get them uh can't get the money out of them to fix your vehicle and and you're in a pickle. So
2: Oh, You're in a pickle. I like that. Uh, We have a couple of text messages. Uh, Mike says, um, uh, no, no, no. Uh, Somebody said, yeah, somebody asked about what if the other person doesn't have insurance? One texter says, what if they say, I I don't have insurance? What what do you do then? Do you call police? Yeah, you you
1: can call police in that case. It's uh, pretty rare they're going to come right out and tell you that. Um, but that's where taking all the the steps that I've suggested and getting photos of what they have to give you is going to be key in helping us help you out down the road.
2: And what are you taking photos of besides the information? Should you take uh, shots of the the damage? Should you look around and try to get witnesses at that point? It, 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 it seems like there's a lot of things that you need to do and maybe you're still in shock that this just happened and you're Absolutely. thinking, oh my goodness, what's going on? So you may not think about doing the right things at that time.
1: Absolutely, and and especially say an airbag goes off or something like yeah. that, Your yours are going to be ringing, uh, there's going to be a, some dust in the air and that kind of thing, but um, the information to get from that other person is uh, simply lay out the their driver's license, insurance and registration, take a photo of it, and uh, take their phone number down. If it's safe, if you're not putting yourself in risk, if you're not walking out into traffic to take photos of your vehicles and -hmm. and the intersection, the conditions, that kind of thing, don't do it. But if you can, and it's a a common road and you can snap a few pictures, it can help us down the road if we're trying to piece together something that may result in charges.
2: Perfect. Thanks, Corporal, for joining us. Thank you. It's great to have you in person hanging out and uh, discussing these important uh, rule changes. Appreciate it.
1: Anytime, and now you know a traffic nerd... So if you have any of those obscure questions. I just don't want to
2: ever see you again because you're in my hood. So I'd, I'd like to see you maybe at the Safeway, but certainly not with your lights flashing behind my car. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, Corporal Curtis Harsula from the St. Albert RCMP Traffic Services. We're going to take a bit of a break here on This Morning. We're back in two minutes. <laughs>
1: This Morning with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Ched, Presented by Abe's Door Service. With 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual
0: person. Visit abesdoor.ca.
2: A couple of texts came in just as we were wrapping up that interview with uh, Corporal Harsola um, uh, from the uh, St. Albert Traffic uh, Division uh, for the RCMP. Uh, This uh, text came in, but we were able to ask him as he was uh, leaving the studio here. I'm sorry if I missed it, but what does your RCMP guest say? uh, Does it apply to Edmonton? Edmonton uses collision reporting centers. Yes, it applies to Edmonton. This is a province-wide change that you have to report all damage uh, over $5,000 to police. Yes, you would just not call police or you would not go to, to uh, the detachment. You would go to the collision reporting centers in that case. Also another one. Um, what about establishing who is at fault in an accident? And the corporal said that insurance companies will take care of determining who should pay for the damage and who should pay for any of the injuries that may occur in a collision. If it is criminal, then police will look into uh, who was at fault and whether there was uh, any crime committed and charges and, and whether or not they should be late. So, that is the situation there. So we appreciate uh, Corporal um, Harsala who, uh, who came in um, and to tell us about these new changes because it is really important. It, it's been a while for me in terms of uh, being in a collision and knowing what to do um, and making sure that you have all of the information that you can pass along to the other driver. And you are in shock. Jeff, have you been in a collision recently, even at, like a fender bender?
0: Not recently, but I have been in one before where, uh, you know, it's Alberta and winter and you hit mm-hmm. some mice and next thing you know you're sliding into somebody so I have been in it it's always one of those confusing things because uh, you're trying to determine so many different things like how it happened how much damage it is like who might have been at fault where you to go next like it's always been you know a difficult thing to, to kind of maneuver around right
2: yeah the last collision I was in I was rear-ended at a red light uh, he just didn't stop in time because it was uh, icy um, roads and you just worry I'm worried about the kid my kid in the car seat in the back she dropped her cookie she she still talks about it to this day. She was okay, thank goodness, because the only thing that happened was she dropped her cookie that was in her hand. Uh, but yeah, there's just so many things going on and it's cold too, right? So you're just, uh, you got to make sure that you have the, the, the cold weather, whether it's boots, hats, mitts. You don't want to be caught in a, in a collision having to go outside and exchange information and get all of the pictures that you need and all of the uh, information in terms of phone numbers exchange and, and you're freezing your butt off. And And then you just sort of, Maybe cut some corners too. Right? Well, that you is. Just and want you to get it back inside and, and, and get on with your day.
0: You, you don't necessarily know how the other person's going to react either, That's right? True. Like, you know, you get out of your car, maybe they're friendly about it, maybe they're very angry about it, right? So there's so much anxiety that comes along with it on top of just, you know, getting in an accident.
2: Yeah, you're just thinking cha-ching, cha-ching. Yeah, so hopefully you're not in an accident. Hopefully you don't have to new, uh, use the new rules. But if you do, those were uh, the new rules in place right across the province.